Our kids have said to us since we moved to Minnesota, we are far more active than we've ever been anywhere else we've ever lived. Moving to Minnesota opened up a lot of doors for us. Just this overall sense of community, of the values that, you know, Minnesotans have. It's a real accepting, loving community, especially with two young kids. See what makes Minnesota the star of the North. New residents share why they love calling it home at exploreminnesota.com slash live. life one story at a time. This is the Chicken Soup for the Soul podcast with Editor-in-Chief Amy Newmark. Hey, it's Amy Newmark with your Chicken Soup for the Soul, and today I bring you inspiration from our book, Chicken Soup for the Soul. It's beginning to look a lot like Christmas. This new collection of stories will help you get into the holiday spirit and also remind you that sometimes the best Christmases of all are the ones where everything seems to go wrong. So. Lynn Gilliland had a real Christmas disaster one year. His two daughters and their families were supposed to be joining him and his wife for Christmas in Ohio, with one daughter coming from Wisconsin and the other from Chicago. And Lynn and his wife Kathy were ready. The tree was up, the house was decorated, the presents were wrapped and under the tree. But four days before Christmas, Kathy came down with a bad stomach flu. So after a couple of days of that, they called the kids and said they shouldn't come. There was no sense making the rest of the family sick. But the daughter from Chicago decided to take her chances and come because she and her husband needed to visit his family in Ohio anyway. Lynn and Kathy got them a hotel room so they would spend less time in their house being exposed to whatever Kathy had. Lynn went and met them at the hotel their first night in town while poor Kathy had to stay home alone. The next day was Christmas Eve, so Lynn returned to the hotel in the morning to take them to visit his mother. She was recovering from hip surgery and would not be going to Christmas at their house. And only then, the family was finally allowed to enter the house where Kathy was still sick. Lynn and his daughter, Missy, managed to make the Christmas Eve dinner, but then Lynn started to feel sick, and by dinner time, he couldn't eat a thing. And then things got worse. Throughout Christmas Day, more and more of them were sick, and by the time they tried to serve lunch on the day after Christmas, the only ones still standing were two grandchildren, who loved the fact that they got all the desserts. But ultimately, those two grandchildren didn't escape either. One of them fell ill on the turnpike halfway back to Chicago the next day, and the other got hit the moment she got home. Somehow, in the middle of all this, The family managed to sit around the tree and open presents and have laughter and joy, and somehow they enjoyed being miserable together. The only one who was unhappy about it was the daughter who stayed in Wisconsin and missed it all. She said, boy, it sounds like you guys had a really good time. I wish we had been there and gotten sick with you. Lynn says, we had learned once again that Christmas has nothing to do with presents and big meals and everything to do with love and being together. Now, I'm sure that was one of the best holidays the family ever had, and certainly one of the most memorable. Sarah Olin's family had a mishap of another kind. Actually, a classic one, if you agree with me, that turkey disasters should be an official category of holiday themes. Sarah said it was their first Christmas in Maine, and she was determined to make it spectacular. They had a big, beautiful tree, sparkly white lights, and wonderful presents ready for the kids. 
Relatives were coming, and it was supposed to snow on Christmas Day, making it even more perfect. Sarah carefully planned the menu weeks ahead of time. She was making homemade cannelloni, cinnamon rolls, pavlovas, her own special cocktails, and more. She had even found the time to create a magical holiday for another family. There was a young, single mom with three little boys who they knew, and Sarah stepped in to help them as they had no extra money for the holidays. She told her husband, I think we should shop for this family for Christmas if it's okay with the mom. I know it might be difficult for our kids because they wouldn't be buying anything for themselves, but I think we should do this. He agreed immediately, so off to Target they went, filling a cart with toys, clothing, snacks, and staples for the kids, plus a three-pound turkey breast that would go directly from freezer to oven and cook in its bag, super easy for that young, busy mom. Sarah and her husband loaded up the car, and they delivered the gifts to the mom a few days before Christmas while the kids were at school. Sarah says, when we left her dilapidated, subsidized housing unit, it was all I could do to keep my tears from flooding the car due to the absolute squalor the family lived in. I realized in that moment how much I took for granted. Well, by the time Christmas Day was upon them, the forecast was for a real blizzard, so Sarah looked forward to serving up all the great food and drinks she had brought in. She was ready to shine. When Christmas Day arrived, they got more than 14 inches of snow. It was the perfect white Christmas Sarah had hoped for, and everything was just the way she planned. She had pulled off a spectacular Christmas. That was until she went into the fridge to get the eight-pound turkey breast she had bought and instead found the three-pound one that she had purchased for that other family. Not only had Sarah given the wrong-sized turkey to the other mom, but the one she had given her required a lot of preparation skill. It wasn't the easy, bake-in-the-bag kind. So now Sarah had a big crowd and a tiny piece of turkey, and all her plans for dinner and leftovers were dashed. She got to work anyway, but she was feeling pretty grumpy about it, and she cooked that little piece of turkey her normal way in a glass baking dish with some carrots and onions. But when she poured in some cold white wine partway through the baking, the glass dish exploded in the oven into millions of shards all over the turkey, the oven, the floor. The family cleaned it up and thawed some chicken breasts and made do, and then Sarah realized that none of this mattered, and she stopped being grumpy. After all, they did not want for anything. They had food and financial stability, and they were safe and warm. They had so much more than so many others, including that struggling young mother. It turned out to be a perfect Christmas anyway. Sarah says, when I remember my favorite holiday meals, I will always remember this one and the best Christmas turkey that never was. I'm Amy Newmark. Thanks for listening to these stories from Chicken Soup for the Soul. It's beginning to look a lot like Christmas. You can pick up a copy at Walmart, Barnes & Noble, Books a Million, Amazon, and wherever else you like to get your books. Look for the beautiful blue cover with an outdoor winter scene. It's so pretty, you'll probably use it as one of your holiday decorations. And by the way, even though we call it a Christmas book, it's also filled with stories about Thanksgiving, Hanukkah, and New Year's. You can also head over to chickensoup.com and click on the podcast button to learn more about Chicken Soup for the Soul. It's beginning to look a lot like Christmas. You'll see a link to the book there, and you can read about what's inside it. I'm also sharing a lot of stories from the book, so sign up for the Chicken Soup for the Soul podcast wherever you like to get your podcasts. 
In closing, I'm Amy Newmark, and I want to thank you for joining me today. Come back next time for a couple of stories from our new book about forgiveness. We're going to talk about self-forgiveness and how you can use it to clear the way for your own happy holidays. Grand Canyon University makes earning your degree possible with over 130 academic programs for traditional campus students with more than 80 bachelor's programs offered online. GCU provides you with the personal support you need from complimentary unofficial transcript evaluations within 24 business hours to scholarships, academic support, and your GCU graduation team led by your own university counselor. Find your purpose at GCU. Private. Christian. Affordable. Visit gcu.edu.